0: at the door a podcast and vlog where we a group of friends get together to chit chat about the things that we left at the door In order to love, grow, succeed, or survive. These are our stories and we also bring guests on like our friend Anastasia Lindsay. So Anastasia, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Good, (laughs) good. So tell us a little bit, what is like your elevator pitch? Tell us about who you are, what you do.
1: Give the viewers and listeners a little synopsis. Sounds good. I always feel like it changes every time I have to do this because I do like a lot of talks and write books and every time I have to put like an author spiel or something I feel like it always changes and I like that because we're always changing as humans so I've kind of accepted that it might not sound the same every time I tell people who I am and what I do Um, but I'm an author poet, a spiritualist, a Reiki master, consulting hypnotist, um, sound healing practitioner, meditation instructor I love things that embody who I am um, while also growing into who I am as a mind person a soul person a spirit person just kind of embodying who i am and i like that every day i wake up and i get to choose who i want to be that day so today i'm just anastasia who's here for a podcast having fun getting to talk about what i do and who i am i was born here in decatur illinois born and raised um always kind of felt different but now i feel like i'm getting to step into who i truly am and it's been a lot of fun along the way
0: would you say that like growing up was as a child were you like an old soul like when you said you felt different like like talk about that
1: a very old soul but also my appearance cuz i went to catholic schools private schools all the way up until college and i didn't look like anyone else and so that was really hard to accept who i was cuz everyone around me looked a certain way Because of, so like, what's your ethnicity? What's your background then? I'm biracial, Mm -hmm. um, black, Native American, white and Puerto Rican. Yes. And so everyone around me had blonde hair, blue eyes, green eyes. And I thought that was beautiful. And I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't like my dark brown eyes. I didn't like my dark hair. So it was really hard. So I was struggling with looking different, but then feeling different as well, like an old soul. So it was just a whole mess for me growing up, I felt like, yeah.
0: So, what do you feel like you actually came? I mean, is it still a journey of self love for you? Or definitely? yeah. Yeah, it
1: is. But it's like,
0: we never really get to that destination. It's never, mm-hmm. I don't really feel like that is a destination no. that we can achieve, yeah. you know? And maybe that's with evolving or mm-hmm. being around different people and things change and whatnot. But I'm just yeah. like, I don't think you, I don't know. I just don't think you wake up one day and you're like, yes, I totally love myself. <laughs> yes. yeah. 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 But, yeah. I feel like it also fluctuates too. Mm-hmm. I feel different every single day and,
2: yeah. you know, it's just hard to accept yourself some days and other days. You're like, damn, I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's just a journey. It's never... Yeah never a destination just a journey Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i think it's good to say that too so that people don't get discouraged when they do wake up and they feel amazing and then the next day they're like well i don't feel amazing today Mm -hmm. you know and then they get discouraged because they feel like they need to reach a destination when really it's just a journey and you're always going to be experiencing it as you go on throughout Mm -hmm. your life yeah Yeah.
0: i want to know because i feel like we're in a lot of the same boat like Mm -hmm. the catholicism the spiritual side of things yeah I think that sometimes people have the belief system that like there is religion and there is spirituality and that the woo woo and God don't cross over. So like speak to that as to where you're at on the spiritual journey or how it even started and kicked off
1: for you. Yeah, it sounds so weird when I say it, but my spiritual journey started off cleaning my bedroom one Thursday night and I had YouTube playing and I was just letting the music shuffle and there was all of a sudden like a podcast type thing that popped up and she started talking about spirituality and I was like I don't understand what's what she's saying but I kept listening because I was intrigued and she was hitting some really good points that I had never seen life as you know and then she started talking about empaths and how they're very sensitive and very to, like attuned to crying often and just feel very heavy And i was like well that sounds like me and so i started listening more and more to what she was saying and a lot of things started making sense and it helped me kind of realize okay that's like me so are there other people out there that kind of deal with what i deal with and that's how my spirituality came to be i started listening to more of her videos And I was so intrigued. It was just like a new door had opened, and she was talking about so many wonderful topics. And I was getting excited, because that was the first time I really felt like I was connected to something. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of just up from there. I was doing research. I bought a journal specifically for spirituality and writing all the topics that I could and everything that I wanted to learn. And so it really helped me get in tune back with myself and who I was. But I did grow up Catholic. Went to Catholic schools growing up, church every Sunday. And so I felt wrong almost for getting excited for that kind of stuff because I, was, I grew up thinking that it was bad to be spiritual and have like those spiritual practices and oracle cards and stuff. But then I realized that spirituality is just another form of getting in touch with God or source or however you have that word for it. And so I realized that it really wasn't bad and I felt more connected to God because of my spirituality than I did when I was going to church every Sunday. And so I tell people that because sometimes people think what I do is like the devil's work or energy work is, you know, bad, but I tell them I feel more connected to God more than ever now. And so that's kind of helped me gap that bridge between should I be spiritual or should I just stay Catholic and just not worry about what people think or say so for me that's kind of helped me and and when people ask what i do i'm like i just work with god Mm -hmm. you know like Mm -hmm. everything i do is because of god and all of the energy and the source that i have to help people is through god so they kind of it kind of helps them realize like okay it's not bad right you know she's not doing evil work or anything (laughs) so
3: yeah it's just you Getting closer to him yeah. in your way. Yes. In your, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I always
0: kind of think of it like if somebody had the mindset of saying, I want to get healthy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if somebody said, Okay, in order for you to get healthy, number one, you need to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Number two, you need to sleep more. Number three, you should go to the gym. You know, yeah. number four, you should maybe do yoga. Um number five, maybe go to a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So if we had, like, this mapped out plan of, like, how to get healthy, no one would be, like, pick it apart and be, like, time out. Yeah. If you're going to eat right, you can't also go to the gym. Right. Like, no, you can't You can't do both of those things. Mm-hmm. So that is how I think I have viewed spirituality. Yeah. That it's like, you know, am I still Catholic? Of course. Do I still go to mass? Of course. That is a part of the, I guess, mental health. Healthiness or spiritual Mm -hmm. wellness—that is a part of it for for me. That's at least a part of my plan. But do I enjoy going to meditation? Yes. Do I like it when I have Reiki? Yes. Do I love like when you did that like self love hypnosis? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just feel like it's not mutually exclusive to where there is only one path to, I guess maybe connecting more to your soul, and that's how I feel. Like the way you said that, where you are like, I am that you feel closer to God now than maybe even doing like the rote traditional things. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess I feel like it's everything is an exercise and that like all of these pieces are a part of that puzzle. Now for everybody, it's different. Everybody has different practices that they do. But I I guess the older that I get, the more I realize that it's not just like one and only one thing, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, I'll still go to Mass, too, and it's just another way I talk to God. Mm -hmm. And I'll do meditation. That's another form of communication to God. So it's like, I still do all of that. I still go to Mass, and then I'll meditate, or I'll Mm -hmm. go to church, and then I'll have a Reiki client the same day. Like, it's just another form of communication.
2: I'm in that awkward middle ground where I, I don't believe in, like, all of that. However, I do believe that everybody experiences God differently and everybody learns differently. So... I don't experience God by going to Mass, but I do go to a very, like, contemporary church where it's full production, you know, like, full band. You wouldn't expect—it's not the typical church. And so, like, I respect that people experience God differently. I'm not going to tell you guys you can't go to Mass because Catholicism, I don't believe in it personally. Like, that's not— something that I don't think that's right. And I think it's important to let other people learn for themselves and educate themselves how do they experience God differently and how do they practice differently. I think it's not all one box fits all. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, it's even almost like music preferences. It's like all music is good. There's just some of it, like some people love classical and other people are like, I cannot stand a violin. Like I don't want to hear it. And then there's others that are like, I only listen to country. And I'm well,
2: like, well, that's the one thing. Tyler Childers and Casey Musgraves are the only good country artists. You cannot change my mind. I'm sorry if you listen to country. <laughs> that is the box it's, that you are going to
0: create and be I don't
2: understand yeah, why yeah. it yeah. exists. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I just think about that where it's like, I just feel like it's preferences. And it's like, mm-hmm. I would never ever like, tell somebody that, like, uh, like I'll just say, like, the country music thing. I would never be, like, oh my god, you're so dumb for only <laughs> listening to country music, you know? Yeah. Like, expand your world. Like, I just... So I think about that from the judgmental side of things when it comes to spirituality, that it's like, think about all the things that people have preferences for, and it's socially acceptable. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to spirituality, it's like, well, hold on, (laughs) you know? And so I think about that where it's like, it's everybody's journey is so different. And like some people learn through like crisis and some people learn through like hardships. And then other times it's like people can just learn things and get closer to source or God or whatever through like love like I just think that there's so many ways to learn life's lessons yeah. and we are mm-hmm. not equipped to yeah. know the, the right. grand scheme like the right. grand plan yeah, you know exactly. so I just feel like like if it doesn't hurt somebody else like let it go yeah. like mm-hmm. what you know talk to us about like some of your favorite practices and the things that like you do to help you kind of
1: like get in a good headspace. yeah for sure I definitely like to journal in the morning And I ran across this post that said, before your feet hit the ground in the morning, just say thank you three times. Mm -hmm. So it's little things like that because a lot of people are like, well, I wake up and I have to feed my children or I have to get them ready for school so I don't have time to journal. You can just say thank you three times before your feet hit the ground. And that's Mm -hmm. something small and simple that expresses your gratitude. And then you're already vibrating at the gratitude uh, frequency, So mm-hmm. I like to do that. I like to journal in the morning because sometimes we wake up and the first thing we do is like, I have to do this or I have this going on. Or maybe yeah. you're upset still about what somebody said to you the following day. So you just journal that out, write it all out, and then you have a clear mind to just go make your coffee or get your children ready. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so like a good tip that. because
0: I will say sometimes people will be like, I have this journal don't use it, don't know what <laughs> yeah. I mean is most right. And yeah. I think they have this misconception that it's like, dear diary yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know <Yeah>. <laughs> Like <laughs> Like when you are like twelve years old and yeah. right? you're like
1: professing your love to your high school crush or your junior high crush or whatever yeah it can be very simple and it doesn't have to make sense you don't have to spell anything right just write it all out write what you're feeling write what you have going on for the day maybe you have a thousand things to do just write I have a thousand things to do today and I'm going to go crazy but it's okay I'm gonna have a good day and then there's a there's journal entry. You've got it out of your mind and onto paper. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's like it, then it doesn't consume you as much. Yeah, exactly.
3: And you're a poet. So tell yeah. us a little bit about that. When did it start? When did you realize, oh, I wanted to start being a poet? When? Yeah, so it started in grade
1: school. And I had an English teacher, Mrs. Murray. And she was our english teacher but half of the class was poetry just write a poem and so i wrote a poem and after class she was like this is actually really good i didn't know at the time i just was like okay and she framed it and everything and it kind of like yeah it like how struck, old were you uh, fifth grade fourth Aww. grade yeah that's such like impressionable yeah. years. yes yeah. when yeah. things really click for you and yeah. someone like admires something you do like that sticks in your brain. You're like, oh, she really liked it. I really yeah. wrote a good poem. Mm-hmm. And so we started working together, writing more poems or I'd write a poem at home and bring them to her the next day and I felt like I wanted to write a poem about everything. Yeah. So yeah, and I didn't know that I was gonna grow up to be a poet, I just knew I liked to write poetry and my teacher thought that it was really good. And then I went to high school and I had another English teacher Mr. Spine and he actually helped me like after class we would sit down and read poetry he's like just read this poetry and I'll help you like with pronunciation and where to take breaks and the Mm -hmm. purpose of commas and poetry and stuff so I really felt like I started to develop then Mm -hmm. and then I wrote a book in college and got that uh, published as well so I just felt like that was always a part of me but it took certain people in my life to kind of help me you know, see that side of me that I didn't know I had, so.
0: That's awesome. Do you ever see either of those teachers? Like, do they know the impact that they had
1: on you? Uh, Every time I see them, I do tell them, so Mm -hmm. I don't see them as often, and I would like to just so they could see everything that I've done because Mm -hmm. of them, the Mm -hmm. books, and I'm working on another book as well, so I just want them to see that you know i still talk about them till this day like and i probably will when i'm 80 you know Mm -hmm, yeah Yeah. it's that kind of
0: it gives me i goosebumps because i think that like even like that fifth grade like that's that's a really Mm -hmm. junior high is tough yeah like kids get really mean Mm -hmm. i think that's when you start realizing kids are not nice and like It's then even harder when you're a feeling, emotional being. Yes, exactly. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And I think it helped too because I already felt disconnected. And I didn't, you know, like, like we've said at the beginning, I didn't feel like I belonged and I didn't fit in. So then I had something that like was mine that mm-hmm. I felt like I was good at that I stood out from the rest was with my poetry. So yeah. that kind of helped me as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What
0: other practices do you do? So the writing, the poetry, that's a big part of your life. What other things yeah. do you really like get a lot of enjoyment from?
1: I give myself Reiki. Mm-hmm. Um, like the other night I was feeling kind of nauseous. It just, I don't know, maybe a busy day or we just randomly get headaches. It was just a random phase of nausea and I just was giving myself Reiki and it went away and I felt good. So whenever I'm nervous, excited, because um, I tend to just to be like a nervous person, <laughs> even if I'm excited, um, feeling sick or have a headache, I'll just give myself Reiki and it'll just calm me down. My headaches will go away, my nausea will go away. Um, I also take, like to take walks barefoot, even when it's cold outside. Yeah, it Not very long, but when it's mm-hmm. cold outside and I just feel this rush of energy just flowing through me. Mm-hmm. Especially after a long day at work when it's so easy to just jump on the couch and get under a warm blanket, I will just walk my driveway back and forth and then go in. Mm-hmm. And I feel really refreshed in that moment. So,
0: Okay, so go back to the Reiki. Yeah. For viewers and listeners who don't know what Reiki is, mm-hmm. talk about that. Yes,
1: okay, Reiki is universal life energy. Um, When I give Reiki to myself or others, it's not something that I can conjure up myself. I'm just a channeler, so I channel it from God. And so it's energy that you can feel or not feel, because a lot of clients don't feel Reiki, but they can feel it like days after. Um, But a lot of clients maybe feel tingling throughout their body. Uh, I have a lot of clients that fall asleep on the table. It just offers that sense of peace all over, and it's just energy that I channel. It's not something that I'm just this like mystical person who has all this power inside. It's just channeled energy, life energy, energy from God. And if you think about a channel and how it works, it just flows onto me and through the person.
0: It's really funny because normally Jesse's on the podcast and <laughs> she's not here this morning, but. Um, When her and I have two polar opposite experiences when we have Reiki done.
3: Yeah. So like, and
0: most of the time we're at like meditation things, like laying side by side next to each other, you know, (laughs) and she gets like really warm. Like Mm -hmm. she feels like it's almost like. Maybe, like, the sun comes out through the window and, like, starts shining on you, you know? Yeah. And so the very first time that I ever had Reiki, I was like, okay, that's going to be my experience. Like, And I'm a cold <laughs> person by nature. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to have Reiki done every day. If it means feeling like yeah. I'm in Arizona, this is amazing. And I get it done. And I'm like, Jesus, I am so tingly and so cold. Yeah. <laughs> and so then <laughs> I remember, like, rolling over to it and I was like... I don't think it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was like when I realized, because it was our friend Diane. Mm-hmm. Diane's like, everybody feels differently, yeah. you know? And depending, after doing so much more research and reading into it, it's like depending on what wonkiness you have going on inside you mm-hmm. makes a difference as well. And yeah. so that was... Just by having those types of things, like having those types of experiences, like made me then whenever like my mom had breast cancer, you know, I was like the... You Again, I go back to like the health thing of like nobody would say you can't go to yoga and Pilates and, you know, run on the treadmill. Like yeah. everybody would be like, cool, go do all those things. Go get healthy, you know? And I kind of was like that with my mom where I was like, you just need to do all the things. I get it. Chemo and radiation are part of that plan. I totally get it. But like there is so much more to it. And Reiki was like one of those things that I thought was like so important. I was like, I don't know. You might you might have a hot flash. Right. You might feel tingly. <laughs> I don't know. But I think you should do it regardless. Yeah, you know? and exactly. It, it's very meditative and calming I always think that it's interesting most of the time if I have like a private session done I usually don't say like I'm like just whatever you whatever you feel yeah you know and it's always so interesting to have them pick up and be like so there was a lot of like wonkiness in your hip and I was like oh my God. yeah Yeah, because it, it is I and so I I guess I'm just a believer. You know, it's like for some people that have never had it, they're like, no, nah, I don't know what that is. I yeah. don't know how i to do it, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just incredible to me to like – leave there and and you said that about like days afterwards like sometimes people feel it and it's it is sometimes it's a rush or something like that Mm -hmm. for a few days later
3: now i had to ask you this because i remember we did the reach retreat and you were there and you did the sound bowl
1: yeah is that
3: reiki or that's something separate something
1: different so all of the sound bowls no matter where you see them or find them or the different shapes and sizes they all carry their different frequency Okay. That your body can pick up on. So, a lot of people, after like a sound healing session, they'll be like, I don't know which bowl it was, but it really, like, I could feel it on the left side of my body. And okay. it was a certain frequency that their body was picking up on. So, I
3: remember that impact my mom mm-hmm. so much that she left that after that session. She had to go outside and she was crying, but she said she can't control it. And it was not like a bad thing. It was a good thing. It was like a release. It It wasn't a a bad cry. It was like a release. And I had like this out of body experience. I've never felt it before. And I really enjoyed that. I've never done Sambo. But that, oh my gosh. It was just the moment. Just the feeling. And you did an amazing job, by the way. I just so, I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad you
1: both had positive experiences. A lot of people um will cry if they have a lot of energy that just wants to release. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's a person that's kind of always shoved her emotions down yeah. or didn't really talk about things or just, you know. And so a lot of times that what the song bowls will do is bring up all that emotion. And it'll come out in forms of like heavy breathing, screaming or crying. I mean whatever mm-hmm. a person does to release the energy. But that's
3: probably it's- what yeah, it was, was it was great it was a phenomenal experience yeah. so yeah. you know
0: what you talked a little bit Andrea about like your experience with sound bowls mm-hmm. and I guess even like obviously it's not really HIPAA but we're gonna call it HIPAA mm-hmm. you don't have to talk mm-hmm. about it it's like <laughs> so Cassie said blah 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 but like what is kind of the feedback because you got the feedback like from Andrea yeah. and whatnot but what is like the feedback that you get from people yeah, when it comes to like the types of healing services you do
1: with the Reiki, a lot of people come with depression and anxiety, um, trouble sleeping. So they'll come to me like the next session afterwards, and they'll tell me I slept amazing or. I still have periods where I have strong levels of anxiety, but I noticed that I reacted differently to a few situations, which is still huge. Like we said, healing is not a destination, it's just a journey. So if they can still see times where they grew in that moment where they would have reacted a different way, that's still an accomplishment and I like to help them realize that. With sound healing, they, like like I said, they'll feel something at one side of their body or maybe like ringing in their ears or they'll feel their hands like doing this but their hands are still there's just so many things that the body can feel and each session is always different i never have two of the same reactions to a healing session mm-hmm. so it's really whatever their body is responding to some people feel like they're levitating some people feel like they're floating some people fall asleep the bowls are just like there's something in the sound of the bowls that puts them to sleep every single time mm-hmm. so It's fun to see all the different ways that people respond to them, but also very enlightening as well because the body is so amazing and the human mind is amazing. A lot of people have this thing called downloads where they have this thought or this idea and they don't know where it came from. So I like to call those downloads. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know what,
0: my sister just sent me, um, it was an Instagram
1: post, and
0: they mapped out one of Beethoven's songs so that you can see like, basically on a chart like. So, a person is playing the piano, Mm -hmm. and then you see all of the musical notes.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: And it looks like art. Yeah. just the way that the notes are yeah. in and of themselves mm-hmm. and my sister sent that to me and she was like can you literally imagine like his brain like yeah. how does a person compose something like that and i said that i go it's just <laughs> a download from god yeah like mm-hmm. there's no other thing there's nothing else that makes sense yeah well,
2: nothing at all so i got a renaissance church indicator and we have like full band full production like i said earlier and TJ Holmes, he is an amazing human, he's the worship director there, and he rewrote um, Do You Hear What I Hear, and it, they've been doing an acoustic for a while, but um, the past two weeks, three weeks, two weeks, I don't know math, but um, this this week they did it full band and he wrote it, and chills, and it was just, it's straight from God, like mm-hmm. there's, mm-hmm. it's crazy the things that God can do in us, and nobody there's something a creative told me once there is nobody that has the same skill set as you no matter what you may have on paper the same skill set but nobody has the same skill set as you and it's all from god which is so cool like how does he think to do that?
1: Oh, okay. right. So many <laughs> unique ways. To I think that. we, I,
3: and I'm glad you mentioned skill set. I think we all have our own individual skill set that we channel through him, mm-hmm. and we're just here to how we use it, utilize it, and to share it with other people. So kind of like what you're doing, you know, you're using your skill set to share your experience and he's channel it through you yeah. to share what your experience with others. And that's how I feel like we all are mm-hmm. here for. I agree.
0: Let me ask. OK, so a lot of times people like we just talked about, a lot of times people feel like it's, you know, it's a God thing or a source thing or whatever. What about do you? have individuals that are agnostic or Mm atheists that you practice on and there is their take different is it just like to them is it just energy healing then like is there a shift in that perspective
1: i haven't worked on anyone and Mm -hmm. it's so intriguing because i'm while you were speaking i was like i wonder what it would be like like i was asking Mm -hmm. myself that question i wonder what it would be like for them i haven't personally worked on anyone but it might just be a, an energy thing. They might just see it as life energy, the mm-hmm. energy that makes the world go around. So it might be something like that where they might experience the same thing, but they're visualizing energy just coming from life itself instead of God if they don't believe. Yes. So
0: they're more on the atoms and the molecular yeah. level of it all. Yeah, very
1: scientific. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and yeah.
0: Okay. I also want to know because I have friends that have done like a lot of massage therapists and things like that. And they talk about how draining it is like not just physically, but emotionally, like, How I mean, this has to be draining for you. How do you recharge? What does that feel like for you?
1: So I always do a protection prayer before every session, just kind of protecting my energy as well. I don't actually get drained from doing Reiki or any healing work. I do get drained if I like have a day full of clients, just Mm -hmm. like a normal work day where you're like, okay, I had a long day, I'm exhausted, but I don't actually get tired from doing energy healing work because I always do a protection prayer before just protecting my energy, keeping myself in balance, making sure that my guides and my ancestors and God are present, just keeping me intact and in balance. Um, But I don't actually get tired from doing it. I love doing it, and it actually gives me energy. I feel really great after I give Reiki, even if it was an emotional session, Mm -hmm. because I have that layer of protection around me. I've created my boundary, and so I actually get very Um, I feel very alive after a session, just because the energy really is there and it's present and I put that layer of protection around me to where I won't actually allow myself to get tired. Mm -hmm. And I kind of know my limit, because I'm still a human being, that okay, maybe after so many clients, I'll be done for the day, just to kind of relax. But yeah, yeah, it's kind of something I put in practice so that I don't allow myself to get tired. If I do feel tired, then I feel like I'm not giving my client the best so I do it for myself and them as yeah. well, because I want every person that comes through my door to get the best healing experience, and so I do that. I put that layer of protection on me just for myself and them as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: that's a really good tip.
0: Okay, so what about, like, what does the future hold for you? You know, when you think about all the skills that you've tapped into and now the different therapies that you work with, like, mm-hmm. what is... What is, the, what is your goals? What is your thoughts on moving forward yeah. into this next year?
1: I always have these thoughts, and I feel like it changes as well. But I could just see myself owning like my own studio and having my books on the wall for sale, um, still doing my healing work, and just having a place that people can come and be themselves, whether it's like ho- hosting open books mo- open mic nights or having people come for energy healing nights just having a place that's my own where if I want to do poetry I can do poetry and if I want to do healing work I can do healing work and maybe if I have kids one day that's somewhere that they can come and bring their friends and have fun like just a place that we can call our own where I'm allowed to do everything that i do all in one building Mm -hmm, because i mean i feel like 10 years from now i might find something else that i like to do too and i want to be able to have a space to do that but most importantly everything that i do i want to share with others so i feel like no matter what happens after this like i'll still want to help people i'll still want help people accomplish their goals and make those positive lasting changes in their life Mm so I don't really wanna put a title on what I want to do. I just wanna be that person that people come to when they're down or needing help or energy work or if they just want a night full of poetry. like. I don't know if that really answers the question. It but, does. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like it doesn't it doesn't really make sense all the way yet, but I know I just want that. Yeah. That's what I want to do.
0: Yes. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, Sarah's opening a coffee shop. That's her dream. So oh, then there nice. needs to be open mic night. <laughs> yeah. 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 There are Definitely. All these connections. <laughs> yeah.
2: I um I don't know if it'll actually come to fruition, but there's the old firehouse on, um, I don't know what street it's on, but it's over by Fairview Park's um, old fire station three indicator. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for a buyer. So we went and toured it the other day and maybe it'll happen. As of right now, we're recording in December and I find out
0: soon their answer. So oh,
2: we'll see. Six. But <laughs> it's cool to think if, about connections yeah. that like yeah. everybody like
0: has these pieces where it's like, we talk about this all the time with Prairie Commons Business Collective where we always say community over competition. Yeah. Because, I mean, in any industry, of course, like I just think to myself, for me, there's multiple marketing firms in this region. Of course there is. Of course there's multiple mm-hmm. you know, coffee shops. There's people that are making t-shirts and candles. There's people mm-hmm. that are doing wellness practices. Yeah. But I just think at the end of the day, you start building up this community of people. And I think it's like anything, it's like, I do believe in the whole "if you build it, they will come." Yeah, with a like little asterisk of like if you're your authentic self. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. like if you
0: are showing up as you, and it's not just like I don't know. People, I think people can see through you know the bells and whistles of things, yeah. and like that's why I think people continue to come back to different places or or have that connection because it's like, oh, okay, it's like this person is like living. Their most authentic yeah. songs. Right. You know,
1: yeah. I kind of think about uh, think back to it about a post that I saw as well, where someone took a picture of an aisle of bread, and it's just like, that. I was like, about, that. Yeah, I was were about to bring about that, that up. Go ahead. <laughs> where it's yeah. like, there's so many brands of bread out there, but I mean, all of us yeah. probably have a certain brand that we like, and we might venture off and get another one if it's like sold out or something. But we have what we like, and that's the same way with like. There's other people who do Reiki, mm-hmm. but if a certain person feels a connection with me they're not gonna want to go right. do Reiki somewhere else because they have that connection with me right. and same with the other Reiki person like they have their right. own people so I feel like there's room for everybody mm-hmm. and if I were the only person to do Reiki and sound healing I probably would be exhausted <laughs> yeah. no matter how many yeah. prayers I said I
2: think <laughs> it goes back to that one thing that the creative told me is nobody is you nobody has the experience yeah. and the skill set you are you no matter yeah. what and even though like for me there's I can not even tell you how many photographers there are in this area, but mm-hmm. nobody has my editing style. And somebody might have something similar, but nobody yeah. has my business and that's important. And everybody has their uh, their different tastes and their different styles and stuff and right. what they prefer. So yeah. somebody who wants something that's like bright and airy is gonna go to that photographer. Mm-hmm. And I can't get offended over that. And right. I think that's right. why it's so important to believe in community over competition. Yeah, yeah. and it's There's
3: like, sorry, it's the one thing is like, we all like, I do t-shirt, there's tons of people do t-shirt. But my vision of what I see, it's not gonna be the same as what someone else see. So we all have like different visions of things even though we're doing the one Thing it's something different. Mm -hmm. So, like in little Cassie's mind, she's a marketing. You know, she has her business, but what she see for her clients, maybe other businesses that does the same thing will not see. Yeah. So. And I firmly believe in like that connecting the dots with people, Mm -hmm.
0: where it's like, this may not benefit me, but it's going to benefit this person. I need to put these people together and stuff. And I feel like the the wellness community is is somewhat like that as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I read an article one time that talked about people who are down like a spiritual path feel more connected to source but less connected to like or they have I'm almost going to say limited like relationships because they want quality over quantity yeah so when it comes to like the dating world and things like that and you have a partner, yes. what is that like? What's that support system like with him? And how do you feel like that helps or supports like where you're at on your journey? Okay.
1: Can I share how we met? Because I feel like yeah. it kind of helps. So I it was the same lady who I found on YouTube. She had a Facebook group. And do you so remember who that was? Like, what's Le- her name? Lior Alexandra. Okay, we'll yes. have to put the link up so that yeah. way people can yes. do that. Okay, great. So she had a Facebook page, and I joined it. And it was just like like-minded spiritualist. And he had made a post. Keep in mind, we hadn't, we didn't know each other. He lived states away at the time. And he made a post, and he was looking for advice. And I don't really feel like I'm the best at advice because I feel like everyone's experience is different so I kind of just come to it come to that person with support not really advice so I don't really answer advice columns or anything but I felt really called to answer his like I felt like I had the answer for him which was really weird so I did that and he ended up doing the advice that I gave him Mm -hmm. and it was exactly what he needed The situation panned out perfectly, and so that was kind of it. He thanked me, and we went about our separate ways. And then, like, a few months later passed, and I thought about him randomly. I'm like, I wonder if his situation is still going okay. So I sent him a message, and he thought it was the coolest thing ever that someone he didn't know remembered him months later in his situation that they even cared enough to message him. And so we just formed a friendship there. So Mm -hmm. we talked on the phone and we would share things. And it was cool because he was obviously in the group because he was starting to get in touch with his spiritual side. So we were talking about things, sharing things, and then it just led to, okay, where do we want to go from here? Because obviously we both like each other. We've been talking every day for a year Mm -hmm. and we never missed a day. Like it was literally something that we just wanted to do. So we're like okay he lived in Arizona at the time and I'm here in Illinois so it's like what are we going to do you know like how what what's our goal here and so we decided to get in a relationship try the long distance thing and then go from there one of us would make the move eventually so he came here and it's literally been very amazing because he gets me from a spiritual side but also a human being side somebody that wants to be successful, somebody that's still growing and evolving and he comes to all my events Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, whenever I'm stressed out or overwhelmed and I'm doing Reiki or a spiritual um, practice on my side, he'll just be right there praying with me or um, sometimes I'll do Reiki and he'll go grab one of my singing bowls for me. So he's just very supportive, Mm -hmm. very spiritual He always knows the right things to say, which has helped a lot because I feel like with my ex, I had an ex right as I was getting in the spiritual journey and he didn't understand So if we would have a disagreement or something, um, I would be like, okay, I'm okay. I would close my eyes, I'm like, I'm okay. And he would just question what I was doing. And I'm like, I'm just self calming myself and he just didn't get it. So to have someone who gets it when you get overwhelmed, when you're still having those human being experiences that he can bring the spiritual side to it and help me. But I do agree that I don't really have a lot of friends or people that I go get lunch with all the time because I don't connect with people that, how do I wanna say it, I don't want it to sound bad, but there are a lot of people out there that they put on a show and they're with you for the wrong reasons and I feel like I can really figure out that person when I meet somebody so I don't really have a lot of friends and I've lost a lot of friends because of my spirituality Mm -hmm. so I tend to just like stay to myself or my family who gets me people that get me but I also feel like I've gained a lot of friendships too because of the spiritual world so Mm -hmm. when you said quantity or quality over quantity I really felt that because I've the people that I've lost I've made up for with the people that I've gained so. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: I also look at um, just it's almost like once you meet one person kind of in that community, then all of a sudden it grows and they introduce you to somebody else and things like that. And I feel that way even like with my own life. Like, uh, you know, my friend Kabeji connected me to Sarah and then like Sarah's world exploded and was like, here's all these people. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. once you have like a connection, I feel like then those people kind of like, you can trust in them and be like, okay, (laughs) I know that you get me, so, right. whoever is your people like, will yeah. get me. Yeah. You know what I mean? well, We get each
2: other because we have the same
0: nose. We have the same nose. That's exactly what it is. That's ultimately what it really comes down to. Yeah. You know, but I do think it's rare. I've, a lot of people struggle with that when mm-hmm. it comes to the dating world or marriages and whatnot because the the commonality is not there or there's like teasing about it. And, and that goes for anything. You know, there's people that are not supportive of their spouse or their partner going to the gym. There's people that are not supportive or, um, you know, a cheerleader when their person, their person has a dream and they want to be, become successful. or They want to do an endeavor or something like that. I mean, I think it's with anything or religion like, well, I'm not this religion, so I don't really get it. Right. And that's difficult. And that puts like a massive strain on, I just i don't know maybe on who you are as a human being yeah you know it does yeah you
2: can um, just feel that sorry <laughs> that's okay yeah. i feel like you can just feel that hostility too even when it's like not being talked about like i was seeing mm-hmm. a guy and he just doesn't really think about those things and i'm very like like my faith is my most important thing in my life and we were talking about that and he was like i don't know i just don't really think about it and so like I felt like I couldn't talk to him about those things and I was like oh, that, I don't know if I want that and a yeah, relationship. want that for yeah. the rest of yeah. your life yeah exactly. which is okay for some people if you yes. don't want to talk about it then that's great you okay. know mm-hmm. and that's your thing but I am I'm an empath and I'm an Enneagram type four and I don't shut up about things that I <laughs> love <so. laughs> or the things you feel yeah, yeah. the things yeah. I feel oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah so I think it's important as somebody, I think we're all in past We need that. We need yeah. to talk about those things. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Make
3: your day
0: have you done Reiki on animals? I have.
1: I do Reiki That's on my animals. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, when yes. Gus had
0: cancer, I was like,
1: I that was kind of what even started down the path. Okay, talk about that. that too. Yeah. Reiki went missing.
2: Mm-hmm. So I
1: do Reiki on animals. Um, I have a dog and a cat. And then my brother-in-law, his dogs were living with us for a little bit while he was transitioning into his house and stuff. And his dog has separation anxiety too, mm-hmm. where she just missed him. And is always looking out the window when someone's coming back so I gave her Reiki and she fell asleep and it was so amazing to see her like that because she's always so worried. Where's my human? Where are they coming back? Where mm-hmm. are they? And you could literally go outside and take out the trash and come back in and she's super excited like, hey, you're back. Yeah. It's <laughs> So yeah, mm-hmm. to give her Reiki and see her so relaxed really helped her and my cat likes Reiki. She's very chill anyways, but when I give her Reiki, she just sits there and she's just like, you can tell when an animal's getting Reiki, just their whole mannerism changes and it's so cool. But a lot of people have me come over to their house and give animal, or animal Reiki to mm-hmm. their pets um, just so they can calm down. Um, I even do long-distance Reiki for mm-hmm. pets, and I had a lady mm-hmm. reach out to me because her dog wasn't eating. She just mm-hmm. didn't have an appetite. And she wasn't feeling very good, but she wasn't eating anything, so I gave her long-distance Reiki, and her dog started eating again within that same day, so So I do love doing Reiki for animals. If somebody has a pissed-off cat, Mm -hmm. will that help them? I'm sure it yeah. would. It would definitely... Papaya needs it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, her nickname is Pissy Pia. She is. She's just always. She is.
0: She's just always. She likes it, though. She yeah. likes she being likes pissed be, off. Yeah. She
2: likes it. Have you man. ever seen Gossip Girl?
3: Yes. She's Blair Waldorf. Oh, OK. That's her personality. Uh, gotcha. But mm-hmm.
2: She she likes Salem now, but she still <laughs> hates Wrigley. Cannot stand Wrigley. Sometimes gets she gets pissed off at Salem mm-hmm. a lot. But yeah, Wrigley could probably benefit from that. He's yeah. got mad separation
0: anxiety. Oh, that boy needs that. Yeah, it's clingy. I just love that there is so many different things that you can do from a healing perspective. If somebody wants to get in contact with you and it's not distance, Reiki, or it's not you know, what?
1: Where are you at? What are you doing? How do they get a hold of you? So, I am located downtown Decatur in the Decatur Professional Building, Suite 180. It's actually Meraki Spa and Boutique. I also have a Facebook page, which is Anastasia Lindsay Holistic Healing, and that's where I have all my services. I also have a website, too, which is anampoetry.com, which is my poetry and my healing. Mm-hmm. things on there so there's a few ways to get um, a hold of me and I can give you all that information yeah as well. we can definitely but get that posted you can use Reiki for almost anything I have people reach out to me like I'm getting married in two months and you can give long distance Reiki to the wedding date or mm-hmm. I give Reiki to uh, a mother's future due date I mean it can work towards anything or I'm having surgery on Thursday and you can give them Reiki for that day and give Reiki to that surgery room and everything the hospital that they're gonna be in so it, it works for everything I even do Reiki for my water before I drink it or put Reiki on my food before I eat it mm-hmm. so it works for almost anything
0: I feel like sometimes like for me the way I like visualize Reiki is like a vibe mm-hmm. where like like <laughs> You know when someone walks into the room and you're excited when that person comes in, yeah. like, they, <laughs> <laughs> like they just change the room. You're like, oh, they're here, yeah. you know. Yes. And that's how I always feel. Like um, that's like the best way, I guess, to like think about that energy is yeah. like just kind of like a zap of like, oh, this is good stuff. Definitely, it's
1: like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> coffee.
0: Yeah, yes. it's like coffee. <laughs> it's when I see
3: my coffee cup finished,
0: Make you you're like, oh yes, there. It's that good feeling again. Yes. Well, this has been a lot of really good information. We're going to put all of that information up on our Facebook and our Instagram and connect our listeners and our viewers. Thank you for being so vulnerable yes, and talking you. about all of the things that like have made you become like this path on your authentic self. Thank you. I really believe it's going to help other people who are like sitting in that you know, same situation of feeling like I think there's something more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where Makes it's not sense. like an unsettledness. It's not that the grass is greener or that they're unhappy with like, you know, maybe they're whatever the situation is. It's just like, maybe there's more. You have yeah. like, like feeling in you.
1: Definitely. I, you know, it kind of, can I wrap up with something I else? Have, yes. Yes. <laughs> keep going. So it brings me to the question where people are like, what is your ideal client? And I really don't have an ideal client because I want to help anybody that is looking for help. But I would say that I really find pure enjoyment, like happiness, when someone comes to me and just releases full vulnerability mm-hmm. and they're just like, I'm having problems with this and I need help with this. So I guess it's, that's my ideal client, but I, I never turn anyone away, mm-hmm. no matter how big or how small their problem is. So if there is somebody sitting there and like, I, I just wanna sleep better, You know, I will take on that too. Or if you are going through divorce and you really are looking for emotional healing support, I will take on that too. So I kind of just, I put that out there because a lot of people kind of get intimidated. Like my problem probably won't intrigue her. She might not be able to help me, but I will take on anything and everything. So. And and
0: you are right. There's such a huge scope of Mm -hmm. like all of the different things that where it's like somebody may be like, okay, well this is not. I probably yeah. need to just see a counselor.
1: I need to go to the doctor. Yeah. And, and maybe mm-hmm. you still
0: do. Of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. There, I think that you can do combinations of things. I agree.
1: Yeah. I tell people, because they'll come to me with physical health problems as well, and I say, keep seeing your doctor as well. And I, I say that for obvious reasons, but also they can see, on, like, some people need evidence. They need proof. But they'll see, like other milligrams changed in the dosage of medicine that they were having to take or maybe they had to stop taking it completely they didn't need it anymore so their doctor can confirm things for them too and so they like to see that that change as well like okay i don't have to take 100 milligrams anymore it's down to 20 now and that's Mm -hmm. just my new thing so Mm -hmm. it really does help anything and everybody
0: i really love all the details yeah thank you and i think if if somebody is interested i mean they even just going into, even if you're kind of like, oh, I don't really know. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how I was. Like, the first yeah. session I did, I was like, I don't I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I don't <I> have no <laughs> right. idea. But I, I think that's when you like kind of start, for me, anything like this starts with that curiosity. Yeah,
1: I agree. Well, I have a question on my form that people fill out. Would you like continual sessions? And most people circle, not sure. And then mm-hmm. they turn into reoccurring clients, so... That's okay, too. I don't get discouraged if they're not sure. Like, I don't know if I if this is something I want to keep doing. Mm-hmm. But then if they come back, then, you know, that's, I know that, that they felt something, that it changed them, and they want to keep coming back for things. So mm-hmm. it's okay not to be sure. It's okay to question it. I have people come in all the time, like, I don't really know how this works, but I'm open to trying. And that's all I ask for, is just have an open mind to trying it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is great information. Thank you. Thanks for talking to us yeah, about all you. of the services and all of the healing that you put out there. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Good. <laughs> and we have another reach retreat coming up, which Anastasia is going to have to be at. So she was yeah. in our first one. That was yeah. amazing. Everybody oh, yeah. rave review because you did multiple things. You did the hypnosis. You did mm-hmm. the sound bowls. So yeah, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Left, Left at the, at the, the Door. door.